welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in gorgeous Seattle and happy Thanksgiving to everyone too. Um, And happy Thanksgiving. And this is kind of a fun show. I never do a live show on Thanksgiving. I would probably be in bed still right now, but all of my babies are in town. And yes, they are grown women, but they're still my babies. I even call them the girls, which is very sexist. <laughs> um, but And they all have children. They're all married and have their own children. So um, we're, we're going to be talking about intuition, motherhood, raising kids. So welcome to the show, Maria, Misha, and Mina. Thanks, Thanks Mom. Mom. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> you guys are adorable, by the way. That was really, really cute. So we don't, we, we used to do live shows together a lot. And Marion, you were on the show not too long ago with Camilla. Yeah, we made a little guest appearance. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> Camilla's four now. She kept saying, hi, hi, during the whole show. And so we had something kind of odd happen in our, I think it's odd, happen in our family. You all were pregnant at the same time during a pandemic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it was a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in our family, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, because we were all like scared and worried and, you know, we couldn't see each other. Last Thanksgiving, we all wore a mask around each other the entire time that we were together, mm-hmm. you know, because we had infants there. And you guys had to go to your doctor's appointments by yourselves. You weren't sure if your husbands could even be in the delivery room at times during your pregnancy. It was wild. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Yes. It was very different. Yeah. It was, well, and because you had, were pregnant with your second, yeah. Misha and Mina were pregnant with their first. So no baby showers. I was heartbroken, you mm-hmm. know, because I love to do, throw a, a good party, you know, <laughs> like a good shower. Um, so maybe you could, each of you, and say who you are, um, you know, just give us an idea of what motherhood is like, you know, because it's a brand, I mean, granted, you've had, you had motherhood in, what will be, you know, considered a very unusual experience in the, on Earth is during a pandemic. We haven't had a pandemic for over 100 years, right? So yeah. maybe just give us a little rundown on, you know, what, what it was like for you and, and what's motherhood like now? I mean, and then we'll talk about motherhood and intuition and raising kids. And, and then we'll answer callers in between these conversations. Okay. Hey, you, you go ahead, go this. First? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is Mariam. I'm the oldest of us three girls. Um, I have two kids. I have a four-year-old. She just turned four. And then I have a nine-month-old. Um, and yeah, it was totally different being pregnant with my second than... Um, no baby shower. Again. No baby shower. So just, sad. you know, I really didn't go to the grocery store. I didn't obviously go to work, um, which was kind of a blessing because I could take naps at home. I rested more. I felt like mm. I was a little bit more... Um, calm and like not so stressed. And usually second time moms, third time moms, they don't say that. They're exhausted because they don't get to rest. And I think I would have been, but my husband was at home working from home. And so, you know, it was kind of both of us, but it was a lot still just to like Mm -hmm. be with a toddler 24 seven. But as far as, you know, getting up early, driving to work, you know, doing all of that, um, it was nice. Um, 
And then the doctor's appointments, yeah, that kind of was weird. But because Alexei couldn't come. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What was very strange, which I kind of liked, was the fact that it was just kind of me and the baby at the hospital. Oh. But I missed that you guys couldn't be there because everyone was there for Camila's birth. But yeah. I'm sure you were tired by that too, that we're bringing yeah. flowers, food. No, I mean, it was nice. I mean, we even, um, uh, what's the word we want to use? Like, because you told us to stay home. I know, yeah. We all came to the hospital yeah. and camped out waiting until yeah. Camilla was I know, born. <laughs> I know, I know. But I, I like sent my husband home after the first day just to go back to with Camila. And yeah. So it was kind of just me and baby for a day and it was really it was kind of nice but yeah it was it was different wow um, I feel like if it was my first it would have been really hard and really upsetting like what you guys went through yeah um, but since it was my second I think I had already had those experiences so, wow um, wow but yeah I don't know motherhood's good and it's chaos but it's good chaos and yeah you should see it now with all of the grandkids <laughs> together I mean <laughs> I will say the one thing I love about all these grandkids, I, there's many things I love about them, but they all have a bedtime because my kids, you guys never had a bedtime until you started yeah. school. We just let you be crazy until you fell over and passed out, basically. <laughs> um, but because Mimi's tired. And so all the kids are like, you guys leave my house like before eight o'clock at night. You know, I'm, I go to bed when because Lucian is staying with, you know, Mina and Kevin at my house right now. I go to bed when Lucien goes to bed, <laughs> you know, even if I don't go to sleep, I'm in bed and I'm really liking that. <laughs> so should, should we, um, oh yeah. So Odie's going to go check something out and then we'll let, let Misha give us a, a heads up on her maternal. Um, you okay. Know. Yeah. Um, this is Misha. I am the middle one and I'm home visiting from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I guess I was trying to think how long I've lived out of state. Almost a long 10 time. Years. Yeah. Um, so as far as the pandemic and motherhood, that was my first time being pregnant. So I just, I don't really have anything to compare it to. Yeah. Weird. Um, and we've, we haven't had family close for so long. We didn't come for Thanksgiving last year. No. Just remembering that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think not like the, the doctor's visits, I think it was hardest on my husband because he's so sentimental. And he had to sit in, out in the car and wait. Yeah, I always told him because our um, hospital that we chose to deliver at is about an hour away. And I always told him, you don't have to take me. I can go, especially for the quick ones. Mm -hmm. But he always just wanted to be in the parking lot and feel so like sweet. he was present. So um, I think it was hardest on him. We did FaceTime, but it just wasn't quite the same. Um and he yeah, he cried a few times. Yeah. He, <laughs> I like that. I think that's adorable. <laughs> he cried the other day at her swimming lessons. <laughs> yeah. All these in the sentimental, the loving time. men. Very yeah, love loving fathers. Love it. Um, love it. <laughs> love it. So, yeah, we're used to being just us, and it's obviously a treat to be with family. Mm -hmm. um, but it was special to not have to go into the office and work from home and spend time together so we are thankful for that and also thankful that no one in our I know immediate or We're extended very lucky. family has really been effective we've all really had our health and yeah, yeah. we're really lucky we haven't I know lost not everyone has Right. We haven't lost anyone really close to us. I don't even I have clients who've lost family members but I don't know anyone even in our immediate circle no one has gotten really sick so we've been really really lucky. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, all right, uh, Mina, 
Oh. And then and then we'll take a phone call. Does that sound good? Sure. Okay. Hi, this is Mina. I'm the youngest. Um, and my son Lucian is 16 months, so he's in between um, Nisha and Mariam's uh, youngest. Um, so COVID actually hit when I was like almost exactly halfway through my pregnancy. So I kind of got to experience both. We should have um, thrown you that baby shower sooner. <laughs> right? Next time, yeah. everyone's getting a baby shower in <laughs> yeah. the first trimester. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Um, and I'm I'm a lawyer, so uh, I was sent home pretty quickly by our HR department because I think they didn't want to be liable. They were like, you're pregnant, right? You should go home. <laughs> yeah, go home. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I, I definitely uh, had a lot of anxiety. Um, and I think that was, that was hard for me. Um, but then I think pretty soon into officially becoming a mom, I've kind of relaxed a lot and just realized you can't really control anything as a mom. Um, so motherhood's actually been really good for my type A personality. (laughs) Um, I was telling mom on the way here, I was like, I think I'm type B now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wishful thinking. (laughs) Well, I uh, often comment, I like your hippie style of yes. parenting, you know, yes. like Lucian just runs free through the house, yes. pillaging every yes. drawer and cabinet, you yes. know, we very just Seattle. find, yes. yeah, very Seattle parenting, yeah, we find yes. tea, silverware, Tupperware, <laughs> yeah. and every, just, you know, yes. random he's things busy. throughout the entire house, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, 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 no, he's, he's good fun, um, and yeah, I, I guess my, my, I'll just focus on the positive, but, um, I mean, Kevin and I have been working from home right, for almost two years now. And, uh, I mean, we've just had, we've been with him mm-hmm. almost every hour of every day, even <laughs> if he's in the other room with our nanny, like we're still there and available. Um, and so I, I, we often talk about Mariam and, and when she had Camila, like that must've just been so difficult. Um, yeah, so we really have to work. Yeah. 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 And I just feel like Lucian's like equally bonded mm-hmm. to both of us just because we because there's no replacement for quality time with your kid. Right. So that's right. been a blessing. But right. I also know that not everyone can work from home. So people right. have kind of a, have had a really service polar jobs. Right? Right. right. You know, yeah. like you can't take care of people. Like last night I picked up our dinner from Purple and Woodenville. The restaurant was packed. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But any and thanks, mom, for letting us stay with you. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yes. <laughs> the, the offer is for anyone. You get your house remodeled. You have to sell your house yeah. and go buy a new one in the Seattle market. You're gonna have to stay with Mimi or if you move from Oklahoma <laughs> and move closer to home, you could stay with Mimi so I can see my grandbaby yeah. every morning with a smiling face at <laughs> 632 or something like that. <laughs> so what I think we'll do as we continue this conversation is. So, Odie, we probably have some people on the phone lines, I'm assuming. So why don't we go ahead and take a caller if you're ready? Yeah. Okay. So who do we have? Uh, Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, This is Ingrid from Long Beach. Oh, hi, Ingrid. How are you? I am doing well. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's so lovely to actually speak to you for the first time. Oh, well, thank you for calling into the show. So much, and I love it. Um, It's incredible. Thank Thank you you for taking my call. Sure. What can we do for you? Um, I'm actually going through a bit of a tougher time uh, in the last month. Um, 
through some revelations that have come up uh, for me in my life, in the people in it. And I'm, I feel very lost. Yeah. I, I think I, I would like a general reading. Sure. I, as well as maybe a little bit of insight on my current relationship of six years. Well, you know, it's so interesting as you were speaking, I Mm -hmm. had, because my daughters have had all kinds of revelations, especially after you become a parent, you, you look at your friends, you look at your family, you reevaluate a lot. And I would say you girls have gone through a lot of reorganizing really important, close personal relationships. Would you guys say that's true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Any advice? And, and then I'll give some info. Well, because I mean, that's hard to do, right? Like you have these people in your life that you've been in your life for a long time, or you're madly in love with, or they're close, close relatives. And all of a sudden you have a different perception. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's shocking, you know, Mm -hmm. to it's heartbreaking, actually. So I know all three of my daughters have gone through this over the last couple of years, actually. So um, go ahead and if you don't mind, give a little bit of advice if you want to. And then I'll give my advice, too. <laughs> they're talking amongst each other, saying, "Who's going to go? Who's going to go?" Yeah. Well, I, I always default to wanting to go in the order of the birth order. I know so we don't have to, though. Um, well, Ingrid, I'm sorry. Hearing your, <laughs> well, hearing your voice crack like that makes me want to cry. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm the Pisces in the family, so my eyes like instantly filled with tears when I heard your voice. Um, I would just say that, like, what you're feeling uh, is normal and feeling lost when you have, like, a revelation like that and all the emotions that come with that are completely normal. Um, and that's, I think, where, where you get a lot of clarity. So I would just, I guess my advice is just to lean into it um, and feel all of your feelings. And the veil's been lifted, and that's a real gift. Um, and, you know, that just means that you're making space for people that are, you know, just better and can serve serve you and your well-being better. So um, that doesn't make it any easier, but I'm I'm really, I mean, I feel really excited for you because sometimes like right after that pain comes really, really good things. It's true. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I would say so. Right. Yeah. Would you say that, Mariam? Because I mean, yeah. I got a phone call a couple of years ago. I won't say the exact topic, but you were bawling your eyes out because you were so sad about something mm-hmm. that you just had this awakening about. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think it's really important to listen to what you're feeling and just because it's family or close friends doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you and um, you can still have those people in your life you just need to create more of a distance and a boundary and really put yourself first Um, and I've had to do that quite a bit and like Mina said it's you start to bring other people in that kind of fill that void that you um, that make you more that make you happier um and it is it is a blessing when that happens um, yeah because you just feel you just feel the I don't know it's like you're getting rid of the toxicity and you're just bringing something else into your life that um, is more fulfilling but it just doesn't feel like it right now it's you have no. to go through the heartbreak unfortunately it feels yeah. like you're dying a little yeah, yeah it does absolutely yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. I think that's a great way to describe it I mean yeah. it's Mish, like a death. you said that yeah. you know like it's a, like yeah just when you're in the transformation it's heartbreaking which obviously we hear from you and I agree with Mina to try and lean into it and find support where you can from whoever you trust most in your life and 
like therapy for me has been very helpful. Yes. Are you, um, although you always get fired by your therapist, you know, they go, okay, you're good. You know, and then yeah. Misha calls me, oh, mom, can I have another referral? You know, I'm like, sure, honey. Yeah. Whoever you need to lean into. Um, and we're obviously sending you lots of virtual hugs today, especially on Thanksgiving. And we're just so sorry, but we're excited for you too, for whatever's next. You, you know, um, First of all, I'm, pro- I'm I think I've done a good job parenting. You guys are amazing. I love your your comments and your kindness, you know, to um, our wonderful caller. And your energy looks good. I mean, you have a little leak in the lower back. Um, so I would definitely rest, maybe get a massage, put a little heat pad on that lower back and just tell yourself, "Honey, I love you. You're making great decisions. We're okay." We're, we're powering through this. We're going to cry when we need to. And then we're going to find moments of happiness. Just be very kind and nurturing and loving to yourself because that's going to go a long, long way. But I would rest your lower back because it looks a little ouchy to me. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all you see. I'm surprised. Well, <laughs> your energy is better than you think. I, yes. I think you have this tendency of being hard on yourself and and taking all the responsibility and all of the blame for things that are never one person. It's never one person's fault. Everyone has their own responsibility, but it's never one person's fault. So I think that's what you're learning in this relationship that you're talking about because you tend to take on all that responsibility. Yeah. And and Um, you can't. Do you have any, um, that, that those words are all very accurate and very much mm-hmm. true um, to me right now. Is there anything else that you can give insight on as to... I mean, we're talking about where... a, a romantic relationship, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think eventually, you're not ready. I just want you to know you're not quite ready. But yeah, I think it's going to end eventually. Sorry. But I don't think you're ready. So when... I don't think people should do things until they're consciously ready. Like when I got a divorce, I was excited. My therapist told me to stop smiling around my children because they weren't as excited as I was. <laughs> I was so happy. I was thrilled. I was I was just in heaven. So I think that when we're making when we're ready to make a shift, there's a lot of joy that comes along with it, even during challenging times. So so don't feel like you have to figure this all out right now and make permanent decisions. I want you to wait till you feel excited about if you decide, because you have free will, you get to do whatever you want, regardless of what I say about anything. You know, right. wait till you're excited. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank Good. You so you're welcome. Have a great day. Thank you guys so you're much welcome. love. Thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And Odie, should we take a break right now? Okay. So we're going to take a break here on the Marina and your Cherry Show with my precious baby girls, which are grown women. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello, this is Marie Manucherry, and I'm bringing back energy healing coaching this winter 
every Wednesday beginning January 12th through March 30th between 5 and 6.15 p.m. 26 lovely, aware, conscious individuals will come together online to learn how to read their own and other people's energy. If you've ever wanted to have a practice in the energy medicine world, you definitely want to join this program. You will learn that the energetic particles that create your anatomy and physiology can be felt, seen, and heard through one's unlimited multi-sensory awareness. Please join me so that you can expand your consciousness and learn how to heal yourself and also facilitate others in the healing process. For more information, please visit energyintuitive.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. Hello, this is Marie Mandicherry, and I'm thrilled to offer once again my psychic coaching program. Starting this winter, January 10th through April 4th, for 12 beautiful weeks, you will join like-minded people, and we will work together to learn proven, powerful techniques so that you can harness this incredible energy in your life forever. You can use it personally, you can use it professionally, or you can use it for both. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Hi, I'm comedian Darren Streblo, and each Sunday at 7 a.m., it's comedy to get your morning started right. The Darren Streblo Comedy Show features family-friendly comedy, along with those little bits of encouragement that we all need to get through the week. You'll enjoy stand-up comedy, plus I visit one-on-one with comedians to find out just what makes them tick. Remember, laughter is the best medicine, and we've got your dose. Sundays at 7 a.m., it's the Darren Streblo Comedy Show on Alternative Talk 1150. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving in the U.S. And of course, we're very blessed to get callers from around the world. So we're going to head right off to Switzerland and speak to Mafferdine. Hello, Mafferdine. Hello. Hi. Hello, yeah. How are you? Hi. Yeah, thank you, Marie. I, I think it's lovely that you want to speak with me. Oh, of course. I and happy uh, Thanksgiving. Thank you. Um, I have a I have a question. Certainly, go right ahead. And okay, um, I'd like to ask you if you can read my energy, my health, and especially about the ancestry and the um, gene expression because I had a diagnosis last year in September, October, uh-huh. and was very very ill, uh-huh. and I uh, healed myself. Yeah, your I your energy looks myself. your energy looks fantastic. By the way. Fantastic. I'm so proud of you um, because I don't see a disease in your body. I quickly drew out your aura as you were, you know, pointing towards a a health issue. Um, But yeah, you don't, it looks great. I'm so proud of you. I mean, that's a big deal. That's really quite amazing. 
And, yes. you know, I, you know how I'm kind of fast sometimes, so I apologize. And I don't let you say everything that you want to say. It's okay. Okay. You don't have to heal anything in, um, in, in terms of your ancestries. It's unnecessary. Souls are free agents. The, the whole idea about DNA and connection to family actually isn't important in the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships that are great are considered wonderful and blessed and divine by the universe, but we actually don't owe anybody anything. So you don't have any ancestry cleanup that you need to do. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I thought I had last year, and I think I, I, I did some pretty uh, tough uh, job on healing on my own and some inner work and um yeah you did a great job i'm i'm still i'm still on it (laughs) but but you've done a great job all of your chakras are taking in energy that's huge wow have you been spending a lot of time alone yes yeah it's really good for you and you know as as all of my lovely daughters have been talking today they've been talking about having fun at home working from home spending time at home i think this is actually going to help humanity to expand their consciousness when we can have mm-hmm. more you know private alone time with ourselves i think that mm-hmm. we um it's very different when you have to you know get ready for work and drive and and of course many people still have to go to work but that mm-hmm. uh right that that when we all have to do that, we're really distracted and then we're trying to form these bonds with people that we may not even really care about or even like. So it's kind of a waste mm-hmm. of energy. And then, then we can't do a lot of inner work because we're in a lot of resistance, yes. forcing our beings to do things it doesn't even want to do. So if we can work yeah. from home, mm-hmm. we really eliminate a lot of that challenging energy or have jobs like, you know, being a gardener, that, that might be what I do in retirement. I don't know. I might garden more. I don't know. But, you know, having time outside and, and all of that. But your energy looks fantastic. So so what I'd love for you to do is not be so worried about the diagnosis from, from last year. Are your doctors uh, uh, happy with what's going on with you? Yes, they are astonished because, Great. yeah, it's, it's called palliative and, and on TKE, uh, you know, Takrisho. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, uh, right from health to uh, stage four. Oh, wow. That's and, incredible. Yeah. EGFR uh, mutation. And, and um, that's why I'm a little bit, not much, but I have some pretty confidence in myself because you I know my the, the power in my thoughts are great. And I believe really in it. And... Um, well, I'm a nurse oh, also, wonderful. and I see you. Wow. I'm not working anymore because mm-hmm. it's not possible because of a spondylodesis, what I have had, mm-hmm. because of the metastasis. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I'm also a healer. Maybe I can do something. That's also a thing. Yeah. Because I, I would like something to do, but uh, I know myself that i giving out pretty uh, fast energy and I gave myself 150% and that's why I holding myself back. Well, I think that's, I think it's wise when our body's not healthy. I don't think we should work in the healing world, you know, or slow down, relax, whatever we need to do. But I would agree with Mm -hmm. you. I think you should work in the healing world whenever you feel ready. And, and remember your job is to just tell yourself, you know, that people heal themselves. They do, you know, it's so that you don't take on responsibility or worry, because I don't want you to worry about it. I don't want you to fret about it. But I, people who heal themselves are amazing healers because they understand it at mm. such a deep level. It's, it's harder to, 
to t- read oneself and heal oneself. That That is typically mm-hmm. more challenging. So when you can do it successfully and joyfully like you have, then yes, please, mm-hmm. by all means, when you're ready, work in the energy medicine world. Okay? Yeah, thank you very much, Marie. You're welcome. Congratulations. We're, we're all smiling here, and we're all mm-hmm. very happy for you. And, and thank you for thank calling you in. Much. Yeah, thank you so much. Have a great day. So, bye. oh, bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Have fun in Switzerland. So, uh, wh- I'm, I'm looking at my daughters right now before we go to another call. Um, so, what is your favorite thing about parenthood or parenting or motherhood? What's your favorite? And all, by the way, um, I hope you guys don't won't mind me saying this, but all three of my daughters are breastfeeding right now too. Like mm-hmm. they have babies, they're breastfeeding. You guys talk to each other all day long. Mm-hmm. I'm a mm-hmm. part of one of your text groups. I'm sure you have a private one that doesn't have me in it. We rarely use we don't it. use it as oh really often. okay yeah. that's very sweet. It's only if we like think you don't want to hear something. It's never like mom's yeah. being nuts. Like, <laughs> oh, mom probably doesn't want to hear about this. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that I will look at my phone after a client and sometimes there's like 28 or 30 yeah. texts I have to catch up. So I just do emoji, 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 yeah. emoji, emoji, yeah. emoji all the way down. And then sometimes I say something, sometimes you guys don't need me to say anything. You've So it's been really fun to be a part of your parenting experience, your motherhood, and that you're all sharing motherhood at the same time. Yeah, it's a blessing. Yeah. So, so what's it like, you know, having these really close relationships with each other? Because luckily, you girls really do love each other. You women just adore each other so much. And now you're sharing this really incredible thing of parenthood together. Yeah. Um. I I think it's oh, thanks, sorry. No, it's okay. Um it was gonna hit me in the face. I know um, I, I did that. I'm sorry. Um I I think it's been really good. I mean, it's great, especially obviously you're watching this these children grow up and um you're forming this adult eventually. You know, yeah. it's like every little thing you do really molds who they're gonna be. Um and you know, you don't, I mean, you obviously have your sisters, you have your mom, you have your husband, but you've never loved something and someone so much Mm. that it really helps you grow too. I mean, I'm a pretty patient person, but my four-year-old has really tested (laughs) me and you're still incredibly patient with her. Yeah, you really are. You know, it's, it's really made me be like, oh wow. You know, that one time I didn't trust my intuition as a mom really blew up her world. And so I can't go down that path. You know, it's really teaching me to um, really like trust myself more and, you know, n- I make me believe that I know what's best for her. And wow. um, it's made our marriage stronger just because we have to have these tough conversations of how we're going to raise our kids and, um, you know, just teaching each other. And, you know, if one person's having a really not great day and we just don't have the patience and we're tired it's like the other person has to step up step up and give the other one a break and Mm -hmm. you know I'm not one to ask for help and so that's been really good for me to be like hey you know what I got it I got to tap out and take a nap. So can you, <laughs> Plus can you're you also working. Me? All three yeah, of you are working, working yeah. you know, which is like, because yeah. like, each one of you say to me, mom, how did you do this? You had three kids two years apart. I go, eh, I didn't work until Mina went to school. Uh, well, yeah. actually until you were two. That's when I, yeah. I, I did go to school, but even when I was doing pre-nursing, I was part-time. Yeah. And then even when you go to school full-time, you go for a few hours. You could study at midnight. You have yeah. Christmas off. The you have summer, you know, it's not like a, a yeah. job where you have to be responsible and get work done. I and, mean, it's yeah. still really hard, mom. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying it's yeah. not, 
But I'm just saying it's it's different, yeah. right? It's different, yeah. So what about, thanks, what about you, Mish? What's your favorite, one of your favorite things about motherhood? And Florence has mischievous eyes, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. She's you. I mean, uh, the word shaytun, which is a Pers- Persian word for mischievous. Yeah. 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 I mean, like she has that shaytun look. I, I uh, mean, yeah. I can't wait till she gets up and starts running. I'm like, what is she going to do? Yeah. You know, I knew when I got pregnant that just around the time that, you know, she was conceived that she would be a Sag baby, but I was praying she'd be a Capricorn <laughs> because I was, I'm a Sag and I wasn't the easiest child, especially teenager to raise. Well, she's born two days before your yeah. birthday. Yeah. She's like three weeks early, two yeah. days before my birthday, which is just frightening. <laughs> um, but honestly, I feel like waking up every morning with her, even though you're exhausted. And the other day it was, at 4.40 in the morning, and she bashed my eye change. with my phone to get me up. Um, it feels like you're a little kid, and it's like Christmas. Yeah. You like wake up, and you see your child. It's just the best thing ever. And I wow. just can't believe that you could love, or anyone could love something so much. Yeah. And although everyone tells you these things, you don't, you don't understand it until I think you have your own child, whether or not they're biological or not. I think all parents oh, yeah. feel this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's the best. It's and Christmas I, every day. It, it does. It feels <laughs> like that. And I feel really lucky just to answer like the support question. I know not everyone feels supported by their family, but hopefully have someone in their lives that um, they feel supported by and I think in our culture, work, even sometimes, you know, our doctor's visits, we don't always feel supported. So if you mm-hmm. can have someone and we have that in our family, and mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's very cool. What about you, Mina? What's your favorite thing about motherhood? Oh, I don't, I just think that like, just the fact that this child came out of me that like is a little bit like me but mainly not like me at all (laughs) and he's wild he's wild he's loud he's like has no inhibitions Um, yeah it's just so cool um that like I just get to guide him or whatever that Mm -hmm. means but he's just his own person and I don't I actually I watched this really bad movie a couple (laughs) weeks ago or a couple months ago that had this quote that was actually really really awesome about how like you're your children don't belong to you, but you belong to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how I feel. Yeah. Like I belong to him. And um, yeah, so and it's just um, I'm just prior to becoming a mom, I was so controlled. And um, I don't know, just even with Kevin, like I only wanted to put my good face forward. And now I'm just like, I have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. like all the time. Yeah. We sleep together. He's yeah. still he's almost a year and a half and he still nurses constantly and so like (laughs) even when I'm crying or like when I'm happy like I have to be there for Mm -hmm. him and it's just so I feel like he he just knows me through and through and I know him and it's it's just like a level of intimacy that I've never experienced before wow um so yeah but it's also really hard yeah (laughs) it is so I don't want to paint it all as rosy um yeah but but it's a good kind of hard it is I I couldn't agree more it was I mean, I loved raising every single one of you, 
And I'm very proud of you. you guys are wonderful parents and wonderful Thank sisters you. for each other. They make me cry. You're just so lovely, <laughs> all of you. Okay, before I cry then, <laughs> we should go to the phone lines because we have someone waiting who is in Scotland. So why don't we go to Scotland? In fact, I know this person. Oh. <laughs> Gwen has, has gone to two of my retreats, if it's the same one. Gwen? Hello, Gwen? Hi. Hi, is this Gwen who's gone to my retreats? It is, yeah. Oh, <laughs> hi, Gwen. Yeah, because so you've been to Spain and Greece. I have, yeah. Oh well, my gosh! <laughs> I haven't really, really anywhere nice since Greece, to be fair. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> neither, neither has anybody. <laughs> right? Yes. Well, thank you for calling into the show. What can we do for you? Well, I'd just love to get your take on things. Um, you might remember, I, uh, you probably won't, but anyway. I think I, <laughs> I will remember you. from work in, in the summer, so I was very lucky to get that after many years working in, in corporate. Um, and I'd love to be working for myself now. But I've, I've taken a bit of time out for myself, and I focused on my spiritual development and awakening in the summer. Yes. Um, and I'm sort of excited to see what's next, but I'm still a little bit hesitant, so I'd love to get your advice on what might be next or what I can do now. Yeah, so how would you how would you describe, and this is kind of a barbaric way to measure it, but how would you measure your self-worth on a scale of one through 10? Would you, would it, what number would you pick if you were to talk about yourself? Probably yourself-? about seven. Okay, seven is very, very good. Um, can we switch it up to an eight? Yeah, sure. Right, so, so when I look at energy, medicine, and vibration, I kind of measure it from like zero to 100. And when it comes mm-hmm. to manifesting and creating what we want, we need to be in the 75 percentile of frequency and vibration to be effective manifestors. So you're really, really close. Mm-hmm. But if we could get you closer to eight or the 80 percent in terms of frequency, then yeah. I think things are going to just move along. But you have worries and fears, correct? Mm. Yeah, it, it seems like it's um, it's about actually me charging for me, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> Self-worth. Me being me. <laughs> Self-worth. So it, here's what I do when I figure out how much I want to charge for a session or a class or, you know, a retreat mm-hmm. um, or any of those things is I think about what number makes me happy. I don't mm-hmm. think about the economy. I don't think about my location. I don't think about what other people charge. I really have no idea what other people charge because I really don't care what other people charge in my industry. I think about what number is going to make me happy. And then I kind of ask myself, ooh, am I productive enough to charge that amount of money? And then I get this mm. interesting feedback for myself, which is always yes. And then that's what I charge. Mm. Um, so I want you to do it from joy. I want you to do it from a place of, oh, man, when I work with someone for an hour or 90 minutes, this is how much you know, wealth I would love to uh, attract in my experience so that I mm. can continue to maintain the frequency and the vibration of my of my energy so when people who like teach coaching courses and all of that and they talk about marketing I don't listen to any of those rules I don't even believe in advertising obviously my radio show is an advertisement Um, I've had it for about 14 years but I only do it because it brings me joy I don't Mm. even have sponsors on my show you know I pay for it myself because it brings me joy yeah Right. But it is a, mm-hmm. obviously a marketing tool, clearly. So mm-hmm. marketing should only happen out of joy, not from, you know, trying to figure it out, uh, yeah. using your intellect and your logical, you know, reasoning to make decisions about your worth. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. It's law of attraction, I guess, is, is what yeah. we're talking about, isn't of it? Of course. Everything's about the law of attraction. So, yes, I'm mm. proud of you for quitting your corporate job. I'm proud of you for doing 
spiritual work. And now it's time for you to let everything happen. You have to let the universe take over. Kind of like yeah. parenting. You have to get out of the way and let your kid, you know, take all the tea boxes out of the tea drawer and <laughs> run them all over the house because they're learning something when they have that experience, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that helpful? Yes, very. Thank you so much. It's You're lovely to welcome. speak to you. And happy Thanksgiving to you and the girls. Thank and all, you. And all the family. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, too. Although I don't know if you celebrate that in Scotland. We don't, but we've got Christmas. I know. I know. But it's also Canadian. They do it before us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, have a beautiful day. Thank you. It's lovely to speak to you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So, um, okay, we've, we've gotten through two callers already. That's pretty incredible. So you've talked about intuition and parenting. Maybe you could describe that a little bit, each of you. Um, about what that means to you. I, you know, I definitely parented intuitively. I, I think I was a pretty insecure person until I became a parent. Mm-hmm. And and I had to really work on it after I became a parent too. And I really became way more self-aware after I got divorced. It was just, you know, a complicated relationship for me. Um, but parenthood helped me to go, oh, I am right. I do know what I'm talking about. Oh, I even knew more than what the doctor knew when I would go in for those doctor visits at times I felt. I also appreciate their support and their information. But there's something pretty amazing if you can parent from an intuitive perspective. So if each of you could talk about that, that would be great. Whoever wants to go first can go first. You know, we don't have to go in the birth order if you don't want to. (laughs) Mish, you want to go? I don't know. As I'm listening to that question, I was like, I feel like I have a lot of doubt in myself. <laughs> but That's I, okay. I know that I, yeah. I do tap into my intuition quite a bit, especially since I feel like that was a word that we heard so Thank much. goodness. Right? Growing Thank up, goodness. Yeah. Um, especially in our teenage and middle school years as my mom was starting this career. Um, I mean... I think whether you have kids or not, it just has to do with trusting yourself and that little voice that says something to you. And it's not your it's not the voice that's in your mind. It's really the voice that's in your gut um, that feels that feels safe. I think the one that and this can be hard for me sometimes to differentiate, especially when it is a human that you love more than anything else in the world um, it's not the voice of worry. It's the, the calmer voice. Um, and to just listen, even if that maybe goes against, uh, advice that you've received Mm. from, you know, a medical professional. I think, you know, many of us are experts in our field. I went to school for a long time and considered an expert in my field. But when I'm talking to clients, I always tell them that, I don't know everything. And so I do think we need to be careful about putting certain individuals on pedestals and know that we truly know what's best for our children wow. um, and seek advice from those that we trust. But to to not to not take everything so literally that because a lot will come to you whether you want the advice or not. And you have to kind of uh tease through it and find out what's good for your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Well said. Whoever yep. wants to go next. Sure, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think that there's just so much information uh, kind of across the board, like even hearing Gwen, I'm sure she has so much, so many rules for herself around coming from the corporate world and wanting to analyze all this information and make a calculated decision or pick the right rate. Um, and we put a lot of rules on ourselves. Um, and that is just nonstop with parenting, a lot of rules and a lot of um like fear mongering around making our kids independent and um, behaving perfectly and kind of not really changing uh, our day to day too much. Like there's almost right. this this and and even when you go back to work, it's like okay, you can have your maternity leave or your parental leave, and then don't act like you have a kid when you go back. Right? Like yeah. nothing's supposed to change. So my sisters and I really push back against that. So um, we're often the moms uh in our friend groups that are like i don't know our kids nap when they need to nap and our kids sleep with us which is apparently a controversial thing even though humans right. have been doing that forever um and we don't we don't place a lot of rules on ourselves and even and i know people find comfort in um in rules but it's actually kind of liberating if you can um if you can stop following rules all the time right. and just go with your your gut a bit mm -hmm. and um your kids are only little for so long. So, so just try to enjoy short, it. Mm -hmm. Right. Such yeah. a short period of just time. Just try to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's just my. And I, I I mean, it helps with work now, too. Like, I'm like, wait, why can't I? I know I'm supposed to ask for that promotion after X amount of years, but why can't I just ask now? You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. little yeah. things like that. It's yeah. helped me across across the board. Um, So stop making rules for yourself that yeah. come out of thin air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. No, that's so true. Um. I use my intuition daily, I feel like, especially as now with a four-year-old and she's doing more things and just experiencing life. And I'll just use an example. Um, she started preschool this year and oh, yeah. um, we have, you know, she's very like slow to, you know, acclimate to new But situations. extremely smart. Very smart, but yeah. she's very emotional and she really can't be pushed. Like you just got to guide her through and let her take her time. Um, so we signed her up for half day and then she the teacher convinced us that she was ready for full day and so we tried it and she was miserable and I knew in my gut when I signed her up and what I do is like I'll sit with the preschool papers and I'll just sit with it for a second and if it feels yucky at all or if I'm like one percent unsure I don't do it and I just go with what feels right and I knew she wasn't going to be ready that's why I never signed her up for a full day. And she was miserable yeah, full day. She, she like cried it. every day. She cried so all day. She cried so much that it made her sick. Mm -hmm. And after two weeks, I said, okay, this is it. We're going back to half day. Even then you have to pay full day. Even though still. I'm still paying full day. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. Like I and that and right there was like the first time that I second guessed my intuition. And I wrote the teacher and I said, you know, she, I know my kid more than you do. And she, yes, she's very smart, but emotionally, she's just not ready. And she's been so happy. So happy. And I, so that was a learning lesson for me was just even though people, you know, no one knows your kid better than you do. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, that was just that's just what I do. And I just sit with something and I, you know, go into my stomach, like you said, Mish, and um, and that's what I follow intuitively. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And it, it, I think there are moments in your life where you feel very confident about your intuition when all of a sudden you do have to pay more money mm -hmm. and you didn't follow your intuition. And now you will mm -hmm. because that monetary yeah. amount convinced you yeah. mm -hmm. or 
you know, you go, you follow a recommendation and it's not comfortable. You don't like it. And then you're, you're clear. Oh, I'm now convinced that I'm not going to, I'm going to listen to my intuition from now on, um, no matter what happens. And I'm not going to do these other things unless I have the same feeling, right? right? That joyful feeling, which before we go to our next caller, we will go to uh, Massachusetts in a minute and speak to Cara, Cara, I believe is her name. Um, Parenting is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think adults, uh, Mina and I were talking about this in our drive up here to the radio show, they're so regimented and, and they analyze and process so many things in life and make their life so difficult that they sometimes don't even enjoy being a parent mm-hmm. or having fun. Yeah. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. It's not like, oh, my kid needs to be in bed. Well, I mean, you guys do have a bedtime because you all work you know mm-hmm. again we let you guys just pass out somewhere <laughs> at your tables <laughs> yeah i mean because we would take you guys to concerts yeah. you know all of our friends would do persian concerts in canada you know we just yeah. go on this big you know mm-hmm. uh, caravan of traveling with little kids all dressed up in cute clothes and we would dance till two in the morning and then as you each passed out we would put you underneath <laughs> the table with a coat on top of you having you- kids in your 20s versus 30s oh, I yeah guess. it was really <laughs> Fun. We turned out fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah that's true. <laughs> you know, and well, you guys do it. Yeah, yeah, you guys. That's why all of your, um, all of the Persian friends that you grew up with are your cousins because yeah. you literally grew up falling asleep next to each mm-hmm. other for years, right? Yeah. So, but it's supposed to be fun, mm-hmm. and I just think people make it way too serious, and they want to do what their doctor says. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a family bed. It wasn't honestly. It wasn't my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, it was your father's <laughs> joy. <laughs> But you guys slept through the night, you know, yeah. because we were all like, we had a queen Sardines. bed. Yeah. And a, <laughs> and a twin bed in one room. And you left the family bed at different times. Like Misha, you left, you were Perfect. like, I'm too hot. I don't like this. And <laughs> you, you know, found your way to your own bed. Mina was second who left the family bed. Marv, you stayed the longest. You were five when yeah. you left the family bed. <laughs> it all is correlated to our closeness to the house. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? This is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mina, true. Mari lives five, five minutes, minutes from me. Yeah, it's true. Misha true. lives in, well, Mina lives like maybe 30, 45 an hour away from me. And then Misha, you live thousands of miles away from me. Yeah, so that's quite funny. That's so funny. But, be, but maybe, I, I think maybe we'll take... Uh, Kara on the line and then we'll come back and talk about having fun yeah. versus everything being perfect and you have to do this and the, even vaccinations can be spread out yeah. you could even skip some of them you know in my opinion I mean I think you should have the basic ones but does everyone I know some Maybe of you less. have vaccinated your children in ways that I wouldn't right um, like I don't think anyone needs a hep B vaccine when you're being brought up at home and you don't live next to you know uh drug dealers you know because i mean it's just i mean really you know you can only get happy certain ways right for you so we got ours three days after yeah born and 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 i haven't complained right i've I've been good for the record we all have our vaccine yeah Yeah, Yeah, yeah. we're all vaccinated yeah well even though my mom sent us some books (laughs) but no we're talking about the covid vaccine i didn't say anything for that anyway that that, that, i was a little bit of the one that was like are we yeah okay yeah we're getting the vaccines and mariam and i I had to hold mom's hand i'm just joking i did it well yeah <laughs> Maybe just a little. Okay, so let's go to caller number two, Odie, if you can, for us. And thank you. So, is this Kara or Kara? Hi, yep. Kara. Hi, Kara. Yep. Hi, Kara. Thank you for holding. It's very sweet of you f- to do that. My call. You're welcome on your holiday um, listening to the show. What can we do for you? 
I was just hoping you could tell me a little bit about my guides, how many oh, I have, and yeah. um, and what my energy looks like. Okay. Well, you have a, vi- you know, you, I, you asked a really good question. People don't know this, but the guide question is not my favorite question, even though everybody asked about guides. And I did a whole audiobook about them as well. I don't know why it's not my favorite question. Maybe because I feel like I'm channeling from the guide group. But you were very wise to ask this question. Your primary guide group, you have seven, which uh, tells me that um, that you are a person who thinks a lot. Seven, and you can disagree with anything I say. Seven is the highest spiritual number there is, by the way. So you're highly spiritual. And so getting quiet is very important for you. But guess what? This is the reason why I'm so happy you asked this question. You are going to very soon have 29 guides. You have 22 guides about to splash into your life, probably because of the eclipse um, is part of the reason why eclipses are powerful. We are in the center of two eclipses. We just had one on the 19th. We're going to have one on the 4th of December. They are doors of transformation. They create incredible opportunities. So you're going to have 20, what did I say? 29. Thank you, guides. (laughs) That means you're getting 22. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 22 guides. And 22 is a master number. It's a very high vibrational master number. So you're going to have a lot of changes. Are you ready for change? Hello? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So you're ready for um, change? Yeah. It feels like it's been kind of brewing for yeah. a long time. I, I think sometimes. And I've been feeling kind of stuck because of that. You're not yeah. stuck. You are not stuck. We've ha- You've been waiting for your consciousness to come up with, to catch up with your um, inner being and what you're capable of accomplishing and experiencing in a physical world. So you had to have your consciousness catch up. And, and sometimes that takes a while. It took me, you know, 37 years or something like that. I was in my 30s when I realized I was psychic. And I had a lot of psychic experiences prior. And my family is very woo-woo. And I didn't want to be like any of them. And now I'm the most woo-woo person in the family. So it takes a while for mm-hmm. the consciousness to catch up. And your consciousness is ca- has caught up. So you're going to have 29 guides Probably in the next couple of days, they literally show me these <laughs> 27 that are, or whatever it is, 22. 22 thank you. Uh, all of my smart uh, kids who are great at math, by the way, <laughs> all of them are really great at math, uh, are splashing. They literally show me like a piece of uh, a rocket coming back to earth and they're, they're going to be in your life soon. You're going to love it. It's going to be super fun. Things are just going to click. So congratulations. Good for you. Well, thank you. And yeah. anything about my, my chakras or... Um, I mean, yeah, any, any leaks or... I don't see a leak and I went, you know, you didn't ask a chakra question. You asked a guide question. So I went straight to your guide group, but you do need to work on taking in a little bit more energy. You know, you worry way too much. Agreed? Yeah, a lot less than I used to. Okay, that's sure. good. Yeah, because that's the yeah. seven. The seven worries a lot and yet they're highly spiritual mm-hmm. and they need to calm down and relax. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Thank you and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, great. Okay, so did everyone answer their question? I didn't ask you a co- Did I ask you a question before that re- that reading? No? About joy or something? Oh, yeah, joy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, let's go on to the joy with parenting or however you want to describe it. Oh, whoever wants to go first or whoever wants to talk about that topic. Because I think people t- are make things too seriously, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, way too remember. serious. Like, I heard sleep training is popular now. I My doctors never said anything. Yeah. None of the pediatricians when I was a young mother. And, of course, you guys are 
how old are you now? You're all about to turn 30, a year older. We're, I'm almost thirty-six. Yeah, so <laughs> thirty-four. Yeah, so you guys are Early all in the mid-thirties. Yeah, yeah. mid-thirties. We had our kids late. So. No, we actually, you had your. Late. I told you not to get oh, married until yeah. you were thirty. So thank you for <laughs> holding off as long as you did. Thank you, Misha, for making. Well, no, Misha made it to the finish line. The other two were very close. Yeah, thank you. Disappointed your mom. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm not disappointed. I love your husbands. I love it. I love all your choices, but. There was never a pediatrician. I obviously saw a lot of pediatricians because yeah. we lived in two different states, too, yeah. um, when your kids were little. No one ever spoke to me about sleep training. Yeah. So I'm, like, shocked by it. It was something that happened during my mom's generation. Mm-hmm. And I actually have, d- during some self-hypnosis that I've done, I have nightmares of seeing myself standing in a crib, crying my eyes off, freezing cold, all by myself mm-hmm. in a dark room, you know. So, yeah. so I don't know why it's popular now. What happened? I think because moms are going back to work oh, and they yeah. need, there's so much pressure. I mean, we're not given parental leave. A lot of states aren't. Our um, country sucks. Yeah, yeah. we don't yeah. support moms. We And sleep training was invented by a man. Yeah. So, I mean. That, <laughs> Probably from the 60s, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a current. Tr- I mean, it is a current trend, but it's yeah. not a new trend. It's an yeah. outdated trend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and there's just a lot of pressure. I mean, I remember when I first went back to work with both kids. The first thing that everyone asked me, "How are they sleeping?" It's like, "What? Why do you care?" <laughs> I mean, why? Yeah. Why is that the first thing that someone asks you? Is how are they sleeping? Because it's more convenient for them. Yeah, if, you know, like it's more convenient for your work if you're not impacted. Yeah, by but it's even a like parent. it's even coworkers that like right, maybe right, right, don't right. even yeah. have an or like a stranger or a friend. You know, yeah. it's like, why do you care? What I don't know. Um, Instead but, of are are your kids happy? Yeah, you know, or like. Let's just talk honestly. Yeah. You know, right. or like, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. We've got know. one minute. So, oh, oh, oh. okay. So, yeah. All right. So thank you. Next quick. The, the one thing I kept thinking of was I feel like we're like three perfect test subjects <laughs> of very independent individuals who were supported by our parents. Mm-hmm. And so I think you can support your children and know that that support is going to lead them to independence, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is what we're taught. So you don't yeah. have to leave your child in a room crying for them yeah. to be independent. In fact, it will probably do the opposite. Yeah, I think Camila won't sleep in my room. Yeah, like, she's ready she now. She slept in my bed till she was one and a half. Yeah, so. she's ready now. <laughs> they leave their bed when they, your bed yeah. when yeah. they're ready. Yeah, yeah. I think our culture is just really obsessed yeah. with independence. So I think it, it comes down to that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, No, you guys are lovely. Thank you so much for (laughs) spending this hour with me. Of course, we're all going home and making Thanksgiving dinner and hanging out with screaming little kids running all over the house. (laughs) And we wish everyone happiness and joy wherever you are in the world. And we also wish that you fall madly in love with yourself. And uh, thank you again, girls. I love you so much. Bye-bye for now. 